Today we covered 1 Nephi chapter 6, chapter 7, and chapter 9. In chapter 6, there's the verse 4 and verse 5 that talk about the fullness of Nephi's intent is to persuade men to come unto God. And that he doesn't write the things of the world, but the things of God. Um, I started, I taught this first period and it did not go great. And so um, all the moving parts in it were really good, but I knew that something was missing. So I felt impressed to write marriage on the board and to ask the kids what words popped in their minds, what thoughts popped in their mind as they saw that word. And they called out things like fear, um, happy, white, temple, love, um, I'm trying to think what other words, family, um, and I think that's about it. They had about seven or eight words up there. They were struggling a little bit. And so you had a lot of Sunday school answers. So then I said to them, this was a thought that came, okay, so I want you to think in your life, whose marriage do you look at and think that's whose marriage I want mine to look like when I'm older, when I get married? Is it your mom and dad? Is it an aunt and uncle? Is it grandparents? Is it a neighbor? Is it someone in your ward? So I want you to think about whose marriage you look at and think that's what I want mine to look like. Now, in your groups, I want you to share whose it is and why. Why is it you look at it and think that's a great marriage? So then they shared. They're in groups of four. They shared and then I said, okay, what words should I put up on the board? Then they came up with really good words like best friend, laughter, um, adventures, um, forgiveness, patience, respect, charity. I mean, they came up with awesome words. So when they were done with that, we had our board um, almost full. And then I said, okay, now I want you to read in chapter 7, 1 through 7. And I want you to come up with what is it that Nephi is writing that is something that will bring us closer to God, that is pleasing to God and not of the world. So they read, and of course, this is when Lehi sends them back to get Ishmael and his family. And they, of course, know immediately that it's about marriage and the importance of family. And so then I read to them of the family proclamation, a couple paragraphs from the family proclamation. And the awesome thing is I didn't even think about this, but the very last sentence says that marriages, successful marriages and families are established and maintained on principles of faith, prayer, repentance, forgiveness, respect, love, compassion, work, and wholesome recreational activities. Then we added whatever of those words were not on the board, we wrote them on and talked about how um, things have really changed in the world. And if we could pinpoint where Satan's number one attack would be, they said it would definitely be on marriage and the family. And I said, isn't it interesting that the very first verse we have in the Book of Mormon is I, Nephi, having been born of goodly parents, the importance of family. And um, here we are at chapter 7, and again, it's validated the importance of marriage and family. So then um, 
we went through the rest of that chapter, but the cool thing was um, I, sh I showed them a video, a cute video by the church that's called um, Enduring Love, and it shows two older people, the man, um, obviously very old and shaky, serving the wife who obviously needs to be fed and needs to be taken care of, and it's just music the whole time, but it's beautiful. And I gave them each a piece of paper and I said, I want you to write on this either a letter to your future spouse or what you are looking for. What attributes are you looking for in a future spouse? And so we watched the video and they started writing. I said, now I'm going to tell you my story and how I met my husband. So I told them the story of how I met my husband and how I knew he was the right one and how he knew I was the right one. And then at the end, I bore my testimony that that was not unique to me, that was not unique to my husband, that that list that they had written in front of their face of attributes that they were looking for, that if they would work to become those things, God would prepare and bring someone in their life who was also those things. And in verse um, 8 through 15, I had them look through what happened. Nephi, you know, his brothers want to stay. Nephi talks to them, pleads with them <laughs> that they come. And there is a verse where, okay, where is it? Let, oh, 19. And they bind Nephi. They're so angry and he gets loose. And I laugh and said to them, that's almost like going to the doctor and the doctor telling you you're dying of cancer and you kill the doctor because you just don't want to face it. So I said, you know, so silly. His brothers bind him. He gets loose. Okay, in 19, they're angry again, and they're like, we're going to tie him tighter. And we did compare. I said, what other brothers do we know that captured their brother, tied him up, and left him out to be devoured by wild beasts? And we talked about Joseph's brothers, kind of the same thing, and laughed about that. Not a great club to be in. But in 19, it says... One of the daughters of Ishmael and her mother and one of the sons did plead with my brethren in so much they did soften their heart. And I said, okay, so how many daughters of Ishmael were there? They said five. And I said, all right, so one pleads for him. One stands up to these angry, angry brothers who want to kill him, who want him to bind him so tightly that he can't get loose and he dies. I said, what do you think Nephi thought about this girl and her courage? And they were like, ooh, yeah. He probably was like, yeah, I like her. <laughs> and I said, and what do you think this girl thought of Nephi? That she was willing to stand up to his brothers and plead for him. Yeah, she probably liked him. We don't know that it's Nephi's wife. But I said, there's probably a good likelihood that it is. And light cleaveth to light. And strength cleaveth to strength, and testimony cleaveth to testimony. And we just talked about how later as we study and we find out the two daughters that marry Laman and Lemuel, um, it's the two daughters who <laughs> complain and want to go back. Isn't it interesting that they're very similar? 
And then I just bore witness again. We do not magically end up married in the temple. We don't magically end up marrying someone who is 10 times better than we are. We are drawn to people very similar as we are in their desire to serve the Lord, in their desire to move towards the goals that we have. And again, I just bore witness that if they would work on those things that they had written down on their list, that the Lord would provide someone at some point in time who is those things. And it was just neat to fill the spirit pour in and witness of the importance of marriage and family. It was a fun lesson, and I've got to tell you, the youth love hearing wedding stories, engagement stories, dating stories. They can't get enough of it. They really want to believe in love. So this was a really fun lesson to teach, and even though I get tired <laughs> of telling my story, they love hearing it and it is a success story and so they love to know that true love and marriage still exists and works so i would say share with your kids share with your students um your love story and they will love it I just wanted to add a little post note today when I taught this lesson um, another aha happened that just really clicked in this lesson and made it even better and so I had to get on and share in chapter 7 verse 6 so before we even get to verse 19 and to the daughter of Ishmael who stands up to Laman and Lemuel in their anger and pleads for Nephi um, in chapter 7, verse 6, it says as they are journeying into the wilderness, Laman and Lemuel and two of the daughters of Ishmael and two of the sons of Ishmael and their families rebel. And I said to the student who was reading that, now stop, read that again. And they read it again. And I go, now, okay, wait, two of the daughters of Ishmael? And I said, so do you think these were two daughters who were hoping to marry Nephi? Do you think these two girls were like, oh, I hope I get the one who reads his scriptures constantly, who prays constantly, who's telling us what we need to do to get closer to the Lord? Oh, I really hope he chooses me. And they all just started laughing. I said, no, my whole life I grew up thinking, dang, who got stuck with Laman and Lemuel? I go, who got stuck with Laman and Lemuel? And it was just awesome. Um, I mean, I've read that before. I knew it was there, but it was awesome how the Lord tied that in today and fit it with in 19 when a daughter of Ishmael pleads for Nephi and fit it with the proclamation to the family and fit it with marriage and family and the whole testimony of light cleaving to light. And I said to the kids, that list that you've written of attributes that you're looking for, put it on your wall and work to become that list so that God can bring to your life exactly who you are. It was just an awesome thing that he did to tweak the lesson and I wanted to share that.